Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 66, and boy, do we have quite a show in store for all of you guys. We'll be breaking down that Cholo's defeat in the Liga MX, and then we'll also be talking about the upcoming Copa MX final and the Clásico Joven, plus a little bit of the Lady Aguilas. We have plenty and plenty and plenty to talk about. But before I go any further, as always, let me, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo. Christian, how are we? Um, pretty cold, but I'm um, doing all right. Pretty cold. So it's cold out there in, in New York. It's pretty hot right now here in California. We're in two different spectrums right now. And uh, let's see how we get things going tonight. Yeah, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. And I know for those of you wondering where everyone's favorite cowboy is at, he will be joining us shortly. Dylan is actually at a convention that he is hosting. He is giving a seminar on seven influential ways to become a cowboy. So seven influential ways to become a cowboy. I've heard good things about it. Uh, he'll be joining us as soon as that seminar is over and uh, he'll be hopping on the podcast. So we, uh, we hope Dylan's doing some pretty good stuff out there being cowboy Dan and everything. Mm-hmm. He's representing as well. Representing in the cowboy world. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, let's get straight into it because we got quite a long show ahead of us because we got so much controversial topics to talk about. Mm-hmm. We have so much news to cover and then of course we uh always have everyone's favorite trivia that we need to get to as well so christian you ready to get onto this uh podcast and get things yes, going sir i've been ready all righty ladies and gentlemen as always let's kick things off with what happened in the previous week saturday night cholos hosted america in the Estadio caliente a match that i was fortunate enough to go down there and give you guys live coverage i'll talk to you guys about the experience in a minute but America ends up losing a game three to two, a game that we thought could have been much easier. Uh, a lot of things happen, a lot of controversial calls, um, a lot of situation going on with the VAR. We'll get into that. We'll get to the bit nitty gritty of it. Uh, but Christian, just kind of give me your final thoughts about the game after it finished. Um, uh, yeah, very controversial, as you would say. Um, but honestly. If you really dive in deep into this game, we could have won without the, all the controversy that happened in the game. But, um, but yeah, we should have won. I thought we could have won. We had the potential to win. It's just, you know, just things didn't want to go our way. Yeah, um, I, I think you're right. And we're going to do a very, very, very good deep dive into it because I think, uh, as you guys know, and as all of you who have listened to the podcast and maybe have heard us uh, through times out, uh, we know that uh, you guys know that we don't like to talk about the referees here. This, the club doesn't like to do it. We don't like to do it because I think those are kind of anomalies that you can't really control. And it's not things that kind of, you know, you it's, it's unforeseen whatever referee is going to do. So I think America had a lot of fault to do prior to those calls and a little bit afterwards too. And we'll talk a little bit about that because the Copa Mekis final is getting a little bit heated. I don't know if you guys saw, but the coach said that their players has more heart than all the America side put together. Uh, so it's, uh, it, 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 it's getting spicy, but if we focus back on the Cholos game, I think there was a lot, uh, th- there was a lot that America did wrong prior to the VAR calls. And I think that's something that we kind of have to keep in perspective, especially after the V the first VAR call where, you know, the penalty is given to, to Tijuana. I think after that, the rebound of the team wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be, but mm-hmm. um, let's, uh, let, let's, let's, let's break this down properly. Let's talk the first half because I think the first half is important, you know? Yeah. Of course. Um, okay. So 
basically, America comes into this game and they do what we expected them to do. They came out, they took the game to Cholos, made them a little bit unnervy at times, and found the back of the net with a tremendous Guido Rodriguez goal. And after that, you saw them kind of take their foot off the gas pedal again, again, a story we've been saying a million times on here, Christian. They they start the game off right, they unnerve the team, they get that early goal, and again, they, they just fall back on it, don't they? Mm-hmm, yeah, um, and, you know, you don't like to see that, especially with the... Uh... With a squad like this, like the lineup that Miguel Herrera put out, you know, you, you would kind of hope that, you know, these players would, like, try to demonstrate what they have going forward. You know, uh, Mateo Siribe, who really hasn't been himself this season, you know, you would like to see more of him. Cordova, a player that, you know, has been screaming to be. Oh, looks like we uh, we lost Christian there for a little bit. He's frozen. Um, but I think he would. Oh, oh. Is oh. he back? Christian, you're back? All right, you're back. You're back. You're back. Uh, keep going. You were saying Cordoba? Yeah, Cordoba, you know, a player who's been screaming to be in 11, you know, after, you know, a couple key um, key goals in, uh, in late situations. Uh, Henry Martin, another one who really hasn't been getting the start in league matches. Maybe he could prove something here. So, uh, you know, you, w- you would have liked to see this team, you know, try to go forward and prove to us that, you know, they have the offensive capabilities to, you know, put teams away. Yeah. Um. I think uh, I, I think you kind of put it right. There's there's a couple of players out there that I thought really were gonna take the game by the scruff of the neck, and uh, they 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 really um, I mean let's face it they 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 really didn't come out to play. Um, I was at the press box alongside with uh, uh, Footmex Nation's um, own uh, Cesar Hernandez, also part of the Cholos podcast and the Mexican Soccer Show. Uh, he was uh, I, I was explaining to him that look, it's um, you know America got the early goal. They're, they're they're dominating, but I, I told them like I, I bet you anything, they're gonna let the they're gonna let their foot off the gas pedal, and this is something that we've criticized them throughout the throughout the years because uh, they really have a chance to take this game to really end this game right away, mm-hmm. um, and they choose not to. Um, and then throughout the whole game, you know, we were talking, we were we were discussing kind of the tactics of everything, and Cholos did a very good job containing us, even when they were down a goal. Um, and and especially when they were up a goal, I I, I yeah. think they, they they knew that they had to to defend. Uh, credit to Parejas was they were up three two. He did the most smartest thing to do, and he wrapped that game up. Threw on uh, uh another center back, made it a back five, mm-hmm. and at that point, uh, Piojo couldn't cope with that. So you know the the team yeah. just couldn't respond. Um, but uh, you know there was players that again just didn't didn't stand up to 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 the hype of everything i think like you said Mateo Suriba, a player that i was talking to Cesar, i was like you know dude, he's he, he's lost i know he's in the pitch but i can't seem to find him and i'm live in the stadium you know mm-hmm. it's one thing to lose him when you're watching on television it's another thing for me to lose him on the pitch as i'm yeah. seeing him not that far away um i think that's the most worrisome thing about it uh i, I think he needs to pick up his 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 rhythm you know there was a couple of players that uh, did stand out for me i think uh, benedetti had a pretty good showcase um i that's I, I think uh you know i i think guido? that's pretty much it guido of course I, I i don't like to put guido in this category because i think he's above everyone else in the league um he's tremendous i mean he showcased it two goals two phenomenal two goals. goals as a cdm um, like come on man exactly um, Edson, I think had a had a decent game. Although I, I would say that he has a lot to, he has a lot of fault in that last goal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just you no. Know, I'm not trying to make excuses for anybody, but you know you kind of have to take into account that you know 
Etienne hasn't really played center back at all for us this season. You know, it's uh, only when, you know, situations call for it. And then when you have your pairing, uh, pairing B, Carlos Vargas, another player who really hasn't seen minutes, you know, with Etienne Alvarez as center back, you know, you, you, it kind of calls for those, like, um, those, those chemistry issues and, you know, defensive lapses that, you know, are bound to happen, especially on a Tijuana team who we knew were going to get better from, you know, the Copa match that we played against them. Yeah, obviously we knew this was not going to be the same game. game no, right? the Copa, not, yeah. we, we, we blew them out, but that was a, their B squad. We put out our A squad. And funny enough, now we go to the league, we put out our B squad, and they, they put out their A squad. And, um, you know, not not to really toot our horn, but with our B squad, we could have really beat them too. So We could have won this game. Yeah, we could have won the game. 100% could have. Yeah. Easily could have won this game if yeah. if America doesn't step off the gas pedal. And exactly. even after that, they, they got the second goal, and they came, they went into second half 2-1. Up, yeah, you thought okay, play smart, don't give away possession, hold the ball. The most simplest thing you could have done, the most simplest thing you could have done to hold on to that lead was to play the one thing I've a, I've exceeded from this team from time to time again is simple football. Mm-hmm. Get the ball, do one, two passes, keep the ball in uh in in possession, move it around the pitch, go back and forth. Upside down, doesn't matter. However you want to move the ball around, just keep possession of the ball. That was the most important part. But what happened was America kept giving away the ball. They kept giving away fouls. They kept giving away possession. And little by little, you saw Cholos gain up the pitch. And because of that, you get this weird VAR call that, uh, you know, was apparently what? Oh, we lost Christian there for a second. He'll be he'll be right back. Uh, but uh, like I was mentioning, you get that weird v, uh, VAR call, which I get it. It's it's, it's controversial because you know it, it's not a hundred percent clear to me, at least that I've seen it that there's a foul. And uh, you know what the hardest thing was is you guys you guys had the commentators. I don't know I don't, I don't know what the commentators were, were saying at that time, but mm-hmm. um, everyone everyone in the stadium was completely baffled. Um, there's not really a replay screen. On um, uh, for the fans to watch at the Cholo right. Stadium, and uh, for us at the press box, we have a screen, but we don't have commentators, so right. uh, we're kind of left out in 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 the in the dust out there. Mm-hmm. So um, it was very controversial, very confusing, and I, I mean, the the call gets made what a couple minutes after that play had already happened. I think the ball had already stopped more than once, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, I think when, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Either way, the referee gives it penalty goes in the back of the net. At that point, the first thing you wanted to see was a response from this team. Right. A response, not, not only that, but a substitution. And you see that Herrera doesn't use his second. He didn't use all three this game, which, um, but you only used two exactly. So the next sub was made at the 90th minute. You know, you... You know this game is important because in terms of standings and how tight everything is. So, you know, a tie is okay, but you, you, you know we can still go for the win. And you have a Renato Ibarra on the bench. You have a Jeremy Menez on the bench, you know, who can come in and, you know, kind of change the game and change the pace of the game in your favor. And first, number one, you decide to bring it Renato Ibarra at the 90th minute for what? I have no reason. There's, uh, at that point, there's really no point of it, in my opinion. Even though you had 10 minutes, yes, but... You know, you could have had him for for thirty minutes, and that would have done something. Two, you had um. Two, you could have brought in Menes as well, and you know, you know what Menes can do in in a little amount of time, given the right circumstances. Yeah, that was kind of one of the big topics in in the press conference. Kind of, that was actually the last question that they asked him was, um, you know, 
why this why the late substitution kind of you know why why make that why make that change why bring in Renato at that time and he said you know the circumstances were there uh you know the changes would have been different if the game had a different outcome basically he he he, he danced around that question that didn't really answer it so it looks like mm -hmm. even himself didn't know what he was doing and we said this before there's there's been times where Piojo is against the fence and he feels the the fire and he doesn't know how to react to the pressure um and that's something that we've criticized him through throughout the years he, he's gotten better as a manager but if that's that's i think always going to be his achilles heel if he doesn't work on it you know right yeah you you have to do it. you have to throw it out i think we would have been um I, I think we would have been as equally content with this game if america would have threw on two more attacking players and this game would have ended 4-2 but you saw the team going at it yeah that would have been a different story we would have been telling a different story but it felt that he was very complacent and even three two down he thought okay i still have enough on the pitch when clearly you saw some of these players were tired some of these players were out of ideas some of these players were just fed up with the this, the game at that point yes i get it because of the var calls you get some uh heads go down you know your mind is it in the right as um you know aspect of things everything changes at that point i get that one, I want to criticize Bioko for not making the right call. Two, I want to criticize the players for not having the right mental attitude. You right. were just champions not that long ago. You know that you work that you work and play for America. You know that what the what, what the standards are, and, and you know exactly what you're representing. There are times where the referees are going to be against you. Nine times out of ten, sometimes it happens. You know, mm -hmm. and and you as a player should think, okay. I have to do my best. I have to push forward and I have to keep going. I would have thought that would have added fuel to the fire for them to go and grab another one after those VAR calls. But if that's not the case, then what's your mindset going into a final? Into a final. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the yeah, most yeah. worrisome part about it. And um, I mean, I don't I don't know what else you want to add on to that, but I think the second half was a complete mishap of, of, of Piojo and, and the players as well. Yeah. I, I think the blame is to, is, is to be shared all around. I know a mm -hmm. lot of people will, will blame Piojo, but I, I do want to look at some of these players and think, why wasn't there enough heart? Why wasn't there enough will and determination to go and find this game? Because it yeah. was there, because believe me, we had enough talent on that pitch, even without the substitutions, enough talent on that pitch. Because mm -hmm. I'm looking at players like Ibargüen, I'm looking at players like Mateo Soribe, like Tony Lopez, who came in, you know, mm -hmm. who 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 had a, a brief, brilliant uh, spell, but then kind of just lost himself in, 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 with within those calls as well, you know. Uh, I'm looking at these players and they're not they're not responding. I, I was looking at Henry to do some of the dirty work. He wasn't. Right. I mean, that's that's the thing that that was worrisome. Well, yeah. for me the whole part no no i think you completely hit everything 100 percent. the thing that bothers me the most too is like i said earlier as well uh, in the podcast that you know these are players some of these players don't get regular minutes with the first team in league matches you know opportunity presented itself to get minutes starting minutes against uh, a very important match in terms of the standings and how tight it is like i said previously and like you said, like there's just no heart. Like this is this is the type of game where you have to prove to your coach that no matter what circumstance it is, whether a, a opportunity like this or just a regular league match or a Ligia match, that you're able to come in and you know make the difference. And unfortunately, you know I could, like you said, pick out maybe two, even two, maybe three players that could have that were set hundred percent focus on the game, knew what to do, but then the rest were just like, come on, man, like you. You just blew an opportunity, 
and it sucks too but because uh, um knowing that you have a final going into it and you know what if one of these players get a chance to go into the final and then you know they just don't perform yeah i think that's the most worrisome part about it and and, and not trying to take away the context of of the game in regards to the tactical aspect because i think like i said i think cholos got it right in the moments that they needed to get it right and america got it wrong in the first half we dominated completely in the sense that we had ball possession and we knew what we were doing with it. Yeah, Cholos at times got, you know, got into our own half, but I think that's because we let that happen. You know, we gave away the ball. We gave him the opportunity to push forward. Once we stopped that, once we got that second goal, once we knew we were ahead, we were playing our game. Second right. half comes in, like we said, didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Gave up poor fouls, gave up poor possession gave Cholos the opportunity to come into this game and what happens? Well, yeah, you get the controversial calls and you get uh, and you get a sloppy third goal because of defensive mistakes and it happens. It happens. That's football. Sometimes sometimes the calls go against you, sometimes they go for you. It's as simple as that, but you can't rely on a call all the time. Exactly. You have to go you out know, and you have to find that game. We're a team, Cuba America, the institution, we're a team that cannot rely on referee calls to win us games, you know. We have enough talent like you said to go out and be any single team in this league and we need to prove it day in a weekend and week out you know no yeah definitely mm -hmm. definitely definitely and you know i guess it was just a bit of a ramble at this point but it's a, it was the most frustrating part about it it right, was the exactly. fact that and, and being down there as well and, and anyone who went down to the stadium and, and we had a couple of fans that listened to the podcast down there um you know they will attest to it that it 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 was a whole different America in the second half. It, it, oh, it definitely, definitely yeah. after the game, uh, after the VAR calls, uh, mm -hmm. you know, it was it was a mess and everything. But still, you you wanted to see a little bit more. But um, shout out to everyone who went down there. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out to everyone who who made the trip. Uh, I'm trying to pull up someone's name because uh, I want to give him a very very special shout out. Uh, his name is uh, Leon. Leon at Leon underscore official. 24 or official sorry not official official uh shout out to you my friend who went down there to tj from san francisco and uh he was trying to meet up uh it, unfortunately we weren't able to because um he was waiting for the players to, to go in i was already in the stadium um and and kind of things kind of got messed up but uh shout out to him who made the trip all the way from san francisco to tijuana um, let me tell you, from here, from where I live to San Francisco is six hours, six, seven hours. And from here to TJ, from where I live, is about two hours. So he made basically a 10-hour drive from home all the way to, to TJ. Uh, to shout out to you, my friend, who, who made wow. the trip with, with, uh, with your family. Mm -hmm. um, but and I know that it was a bit of a dis disappointing result for for that kind of trip. But I hope he enjoyed it because at the end of the day, I did enjoy the match uh, for the first half. It was a lot of back and forth, and I saw a good America side again. Second half, things get tainted because of the VAR, but also I, I think fingers are to be pointed at the team as well. Some yeah. there's got to be some accountability towards it. And I guess the what you do with any loss, I guess you just you know you take it in, soak it in notice what you did wrong and just work on it but you know at this point of the of the season you know you know yeah you it's points yeah it's points that we're dropping it's points that we're dropping now and you know and it's, it's, it's gonna get a little bit tough if you keep making the same mistakes you know no yeah definitely 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 anything else you want to add on to this game because I, I think yes. we kind of got to the nitty-gritty i do what tell me. um 
yes, we lost, but I think I got a little bit of victory. Uh, previous, uh an hour, an yeah. hour before the game, um, you know, America tweeted out their lineup, and now I'm like, okay, let me see how many of them I got wrong. Okay, my Jacin, yeah, but like, okay, okay, I got the de- defense right. Okay, you know, either or Gido's there, I got that one wrong. Everything else I got correct though. So for anyone that doubted me or looked at me crazy when I said that lineup, you know, I think I was <laughs> every single one of you. Okay, we do, we do, we owe Christian an apology here. That is correct. We owe Christian. An I hope, apology. I, I hope this also, you know, gives me credibility as to why I'm here. Because people were like, "Why the hell is he even on the podcast?" And he doesn't know what he's talking about. But you know, there, there you go, there you go. Well, Christian Dom is here over here getting the prediction right. I will say this though, uh, that was a curveball you threw me, and I I was not expecting Piojo to throw me that same curveball. So shout out to you who 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 got it right. Um, that was that was correct. The lineup was Marchesin, Paul Aguilar, Edson, Carlos Vargas, Luis Reyes. Mm-hmm. In the midfield, you had uh, Cordoba on the right, Ibargüen on the left. In the center defensive mids, you had Mateo Suribe and Guido Rodriguez. In the cam, Benedetti, and up top, Henry Martin. You got yeah. all of that correct except Guido Rodriguez. That was Thank completely, yeah. completely. I had Tony Lopez in, and he came in before. You know, after he came you know, in afterwards. He, he yeah. In, yeah. So 99.9% of it was correct. So 99% of it was correct. How crazy is that? Yeah. Actually, that's probably not 99%. Whoever's a math static person. Yeah. It's like 80 something percent, but still it's, but still, it's, it, it's, it's just one person off. It's, it's just one person yeah. off. Thank you. Um, so well, we're looking forward to what your predicted lineup for the Copa and for the league game is going to be, because uh, I'm hoping it's going to be a good one. Hoping yeah, it's going to yeah. be a good mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah, that's about it though. Yeah, no, so 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 good job to Christian. Uh, but none of us got the prediction right, so that's kind of the sour part. Yeah, yeah, that's the sour part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you said three one, I said two one, Dylan. I, I don't know what he said. I think he said wait Did a minute. Did he say three two? I think he said three two, but he, he didn't want to give a winner. And I said for America, oh cowboy Dan is just getting out of his seminars. You can see he's on the chat right now. And uh, we'll we'll ask him right now when yeah, it comes we'll on to the right podcast now, how uh, how it is that it that happened. But yeah, uh, yeah America drops points. I think that's the most worrisome part about it. Uh, you're getting down to the crunch part of the end of the season. Uh, Chicken Little is kind enough to remind us that our last four games are Cruz Azul, Toluca, Santos, and Veracruz. And mind you, at the beginning of the season, I said America was going to lose against Veracruz. I don't know why, but I just had that gut feeling. I still yeah. do. And uh, if that's the case, then that's only nine points available. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. We're going to preview that Cruz Azul game at the, the end of the podcast, of course. And, uh, and and we'll get you guys ready for the Classical Hoven. But before that, we have to guys get you ready for the Copa Mekis final that we will be playing tomorrow at uh, Juarez, nonetheless. So no home Juarez. game. So we'll, we'll have plenty to talk about that in a little bit. But Christian, I think that's everything we, uh, we had in mind for the... Uh, for the Cholos game, right? I think, I think we covered all bases on this point. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, um, if you guys have anything else in regards to add to that, please let us know on the chat or tweet at us. You guys can always find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify, Spotify. at Eagle Eye Podcast. And you guys can always take us on the go if you guys ever miss a show. So uh, without further ado, I think it's time we move on into the next segment. Yes, sir. Alrighty. Well, well, we give Cowboy Dan enough time to change out of his seminar costume and into the podcast uniform. Christian, why don't we uh why don't we do trivia right now? I think it's a good time to to let the people know what they're playing at. No? Sure. Um trivia time. 
uh, the number number twentieth of this season. Um, I many of you, I got a personal DM during the week. I forgot what day it was. Don't I? I just forgot the day. Uh, they asked me, "Hey, um, are you gonna be posting trivia on the Eagle iPod, uh, Twitter?" Um, my my thought process doing trivia was, you know, I I did it last season. I don't know if anyone you know really caught on it, but like I stopped doing it on Twitter and just mainly doing it on the podcast. That was kind of the plan going forward. But if people really want me to keep posting it on Twitter, I will. Um, that was that just wasn't my plan. So this one, this week, there'll be no one on Twitter. But for the following week, if you guys really want it on Twitter, I'll do one for Twitter. But um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, the standings are getting updated as we speak. Uh, I think, yeah, they're getting updated. They're getting updated. So um, I'll most likely have that out for you guys tomorrow. But uh, but yeah, they've been uh, they've been high points. So if you guys have been here, that's props to you guys. You guys, you guys are getting, you guys are blowing away competition most likely, uh, by being here. So that's the plus of being here and answering these questions. So without further ado, let's uh get into the trivia question for this podcast, and it is, who were the goal scorers in the last time America faced Cruz Azul? Oh, now th that's a bit tricky. What do you mean last time they faced? Like just in general? Just in general. Last time they faced? Or yeah, just not in general. League, no, not yeah, in just, in, just in just general. Just, just in general. general. Just in general. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, so, get your questions in, ladies and gentlemen. Get your questions in. I mean, oh, answers. Okay. Not your questions. Mm -hmm. Not your questions. Your, answers, your answers. answers. Well, mm -hmm. well, well, well. I did not know we had a dress up today. Well, it looks like uh, Mr. Cowboy Dan did uh, did not change out of his seminar uniform and came directly in, uh, came into the podcast looking like Mr. Stud. All right, Mr. Dylan, Stud, how's it how's it going? I, I told y'all if anybody's getting clout out of all three of us, it's just me and Christian. And right now, I'm gonna get mm -hmm. most of it. <laughs> <clears throat> Dylan, looking fresh as always, as Uncle Palpatine putting it out there. Dylan, how was the seminar? Oh, it was great. I had a good turnout. You wouldn't believe how many people were showed up. Well, if anyone can steer them in the right direction on how to be a cowboy, I think uh, I think you're definitely in 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 the top three. Uh, now you're just patronizing me. Yeah, well, I mean, Billy Ray Cy Billy Ray Cyrus just came out with that song, so a lot of people are hopping on his bandwagon. Wow, so you're saying he's better than me? No, I'm just saying he's no, he's, it's, he's it's catching up late. to you. It's too late. It's too late. It's it's been said. It's it's documented now too. <laughs> people people on the chat saying I uh, didn't know it was football picante. Oh, so uh, <laughs> football picante. It's getting it's getting spicy. It's, it's getting, getting spicy. spicy in here. Ivan, Alrighty, well, Ivan's a Hugo Sanchez. I am not Hugo Sanchez by <laughs> any means. As I said, I would I would have much rather been Mauro Carrillo at that point. Dude, they're funny. They're funny when they get into heated debates. I love watching them after an America game. That's all they do is talk down on America. Honestly, no. You want that? You want to go worse? Uh, what's the other one? Uh, la última palabra on Fox. La última palabra, dude. Oh my god. Brailowski's always having to defend. Yeah, the color. seriously. Yeah, dude. I love watching. I love watching both of them. Though, me and my dad instantly when the game is over, we turn on to either one, whichever one is on, 
and we just started laughing to, uh, to all the comments and, that I said. Me and my dad used to do that. We can't do it anymore. It's just, it's, it's too, much. too much. <laughs> we can't. I can't we take just it. We start laughing. Honestly, I can't. They should have a they should have a hotline where people should call in. Oh, dude, that'd be crazy. Yeah, imagine all of us got in there. Like, oh, hey, this is Christian the Eagle Life Podcast. Um, you guys are all dumb, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like you want real talk. Talk to my boy Cowboy Dan. There you go. <laughs> hey, and it worked perfectly. I think they got you on camera like that. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, well, gentlemen, now that we're all here, I think it's time to get into the in, into the mess of things and start talking Copa Mickey's final. Another final that we're blessed to be able to cover t- with these great, beautiful people alongside us to, to join us. Uh, gentlemen, we have a cup final, something that we alluded to at the beginning of the season, something that we said Piojo really needed to go forward with. Um, mm-hmm. And let's face it. Uh, we kind of put all our eggs in uh, in that basket this weekend, so I, I think at this point it's uh, it's win win. Yeah, it's got to pay off. And I mean, regardless of the situation that was presented this weekend, it was still a win win either way. Um, no matter the opponent, I think you know once America punched their ticket to the final, it was it was win. Yeah, I think at that point you really had to give that uh, that sense of look. We have to go out and we have to win it. I think, like we said, the club had the the club was really pretty pushing this forward, and and I think that's really got to that that has to be one of the main objectives, if not the objective, right now. Yeah. Dylan, uh, thoughts about the Copa Mickey's final? Excited? What's your what's your 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 thought process? Give, give us an insight on what's going into the mind of Cowboy Dan just uh, hours before kickoff. Twelve hour, twenty four hours actually before kickoff, or a little bit less. Oh man, you know, it, it's pretty exciting, you know, um, it's been a while since we've been in this final and actually a long time too since we won it. So, you know, um, a lot of, uh, I guess uh, for some fans too, some emotion going into this game, knowing what's at stake. And I think you said it best too, a lot of eggs have been put in this basket and it's time for it to pay off. And, and um, that's what we got to do. We got to go out and show it that, um, that we won it. <clears throat> and um, like you said, we talked about it before in our preview for the season that, uh, that, um, you know, maybe it could be an objective, and you know, we would like to see it uh, won and, and raised by by uh, the American players. And so, you know, um, let's just go out, play our game. You know, just just do what we've been doing the whole um, Copa Mickey season, and that's all we can do. I think you put it perfectly in perspective right there. I think it's uh, a game that's special to the institution, to the fans, to everyone really, um, young and old. Uh, I, I know I've certainly haven't seen America in a Copa Mickey's final. I know. Um, you know, we hear stories, we hear, we see videos. Um, and, and granted, yes, it may be a fluke of a tournament in, in regards to it. And I think, uh, you know, whether you win this tournament or not, I don't think a lot of people will remember that or will remember you for it. Uh, but it's just a little something else to add to the trophy case, a little bit something more official to everything. Uh, and like we said, this is something really that Piojo needed to go for, something that uh, has humiliated him for the past couple of seasons, and especially in an America jersey. So I, I think it's 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 the right time to go about it and hopefully to be able to lift the trophy. It's not going to be easy, and we're going to talk about it because it's not going to be um, – it's not going to be a walk in the park, even though you think you have a second division side like Juarez, a game which uh, I think is going to have uh, a lot of back and forth. It's going to be very tight. It's going to be very tough. And what we'll, uh, we'll get you guys all caught up in that sense. But uh, without further ado, gentlemen, let's jump into this. And as always, give me your guys's predicted lineup for tomorrow, which, by the way, uh, a lot of people were wondering about Nico Castillo, about Bruno Valdez, uh, Oriol Peralta. They will be going to the stadium, but they will not be going to representing America on the pitch. They will be there in support of the team. 
Correct. Correct. So heartfelt that they go out and support. Yep, that is true. But probably because maybe America cut the cable and was like, you know, you have to end up going either way. Um, but um, just to remind you guys, those those players will be out for the game, so there's no way that we're going to be able to to have them at our disposal. Actually, the team didn't even travel back to Coapa. They, they stayed in, in uh, Tijuana, and from Tijuana, they traveled today to Juarez. So, Which I think was smart. Yeah, it was. I mean, you're not, you're not yeah, that far away. Yeah, you're not that far from it. Why would why why would you tire your players out like that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I think it was smart of them to do that. But uh, yeah, further ado, lineup time. Alrighty, give me your particular lineup. I am gonna go with the man who got it ninety nine percent correct against Cholos. Christian, give me your predicted lineup for uh for tomorrow. Um. Okay. Um. I'll have Marchesin in net. Paul Aguilar. Carlos Vargas, Aguilera, Jorge Sanchez, that's your back four. Um, Etan Alvarez, Guido Rodriguez, Renato Ibarra, and Clemente on your wingers. Your cam will be Benedetti, and your striker will be Henry Martin. Dylan? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, my bad, my bad. I, I was writing it down. Now I was, trying, I was trying to visualize it too. Oh, so you so now so now you're doing what I do now, right? You're trying to, <laughs> you're trying to copy me now. You're trying to copy me, all right? Well, I, I just I just wanted I just wanted to see it, compare and contrast. I'm sorry, gosh, I'm being attacked. Dear Lord, Christian, I, I'm gonna go with you, man, because I don't want to be wrong. I mean, it's uh, it's interesting though because well, actually, now it's not really that interesting. Because, so. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. I mean, cause cause that's the best we have right, right no, now. No, definitely, yeah. Uh-huh. Hundred yeah. percent. Okay. Okay, what what are you putting, Dylan? Well, Christian had uh Marcia Aguilar, Vargas, Emma, Sanchez, uh Edson Guido, Renato, Benedetti, Clemente and Henry. Clemente and Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't see yeah. how that changes. Yeah, no, no. Um, the only one variation I would have maybe possibly thought was uh, what? Well, no, not even that because doesn't suffice the rule. Never mind. I don't. Yeah, yeah you can't. Mind. You, you, you can't take rule. Clemente or Vargas. They have to play oh, the yeah. ninety. Uh, I was gonna yeah. say take Vargas out, put Edson there with Aguilera, and just put Cordoba in replace of Edson. But you can't do that because Vargas needs to play. So, never mind. Or or or. Fish is so hostile because he just realizes that. He needed to keep them in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's like, damn, that rule. Yeah, that rule um, sucks. Or what you could do, and I think this would be a lot even even riskier, is you could put Edson in the center back position with Emma Aguilera, and instead of playing um, Vargas, you put in uh, another youngster Mike. in the midfield. I think Aguilar is his name. Um he suffice to rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you does. can have him. He does. Who, so. I mean, uh, we've seen a couple of things from him. He knows how to hold his own. Don't get me wrong. He played a pretty good game mm-hmm. against Atlas in here when it came to the sub-up center. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember the Manchester United game. He played a pretty decent game against them in the friendly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was one of the players we kind of highlighted from that match that you keep an eye out on this season. So, I mean, 
There are some variations after right. poor performances against Cholos. I could see it happen, but I think but, I think Piojo would go safe and, and um, repeat the lineup that we put against Cholos. That that was my that was my lineup. Just repeat the lineup against Cholos. Yeah. So that's that's that. That's the lineup. I wouldn't really change much. Dylan, we are in agreement. A hundred percent. Okay. Alrighty then. So if we can agree to that lineup, and I'm seeing a little bit of reports in the chat saying that Bruno Valdez is playing by Chicken Little, um, we'd have to we'd have to see whether or not that's true we'll, and confirm that. But uh, we're gonna roll with the fact that they're they're not available to us. Um, what is one thing that uh, you guys want to see from the America side? Good decision making in the final third. Okay. Just keep the pressure up, you know. Um, we, with all due respect, we know that we are much more dominant than, than Juarez is. We know we are much better than them. We, in any, in any given position, we are the better team. Just keep the pressure up, man. Like, they're, they're not going to do much if you're const- constantly, you know, giving, giving them headaches, you know, going forward, you know, pushing up your lines, not giving them room to breathe. Uh, like uh, our good friend Diego said, don't lose the momentum, you know. Just keep it going. Don't don't let your foot off the gas pedal because the minute you do, you know, we can't really be so confident against a team who just, you know, blanked Pumas out 2-0. And we got to realize that we're in their home stadium in front of their fans that are going to be pushing them to the max. So any little breathing room that you give them is an opportunity for them to strike. And you know with these second division teams, they're very unpredictable because we don't have enough time you know, we don't play against them, you know, and video can only provide so much. So they might have a few tricks up their sleeve that, you know, like I said, at any given moment, they can just, you know, uh, pull out. Yeah, I, I I think agreed. And I think one thing that I want to do mention is the fact that you can't take this side lightly. I think if you saw, uh, I'm sorry, I was about to laugh because I saw our friends for La Resaca Americanista saying Narciso Mina is going to start tomorrow. Um, I, I think I think he's a little bit too busy uh, rebooting That's So Raven, uh, but uh, he's uh, he you never know he might make a su- surprise appearance. Uh, but uh, it was one thing you can't take this team lightly. I think that's something that Pumas did in the semifinal. They took this team lightly, and they completely. Uh, Got, uh, got got thrown around because of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Juarez capitalized on 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 what they were doing wrong on the on on everything that they did poorly against Juarez, and Juarez absolutely destroyed him for it. You can't do that. Now, another thing that I want to put in perspective as well is that this is an away game, and we have struggled. We have struggled away games this season, not just yeah. in the league but in the Copa too. Not saying it's impossible because we've gotten away wins. It's this year. They've been little, but the but but they've been there. It's just something that we have to keep in perspective. This is not your home territory. You will have fans. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, you know, Juarez will fi- be filled with Americanistas all around. Um, but you also have to remember, it's not your pitch. It's not your stadium. It's not your home environment. Get that out of your mind and just focus on the game at hand, right? I think mm-hmm. that's the most important part. Um, like you guys said, keep up the momentum, you know, better decision-making in the final third. Like I said, time and time and time again, play the simple game. Play the simple passes. Mm-hmm. Move the ball around. Get a feel for it. If you want to get rid of those nerves in the first opening minutes, if you want to get rid of that kind of 
away environment five that you have, get a hold of the ball, keep the ball, move it around, make it yours, let Juarez chase it, let them get tired off of it, get them on the counter and break them like that. That's as simple as that. They are fast. They are pacey, yes, but they are not the quickest when it comes to making uh, the defensive runs. So I will say that much. I'm looking at Clemente to have a big game to step up. A kid that has shined here and there. He's had bits and pieces. Now I need him to give me a full 90-minute performance, and this is the game for him to do so. Right? Yes, sir. Henry, a person that has taken this game – by storm in the Copa Mekis, at least a, a person that I need to continue to perform. And Dylan, this is your boy, so I know you have plenty to say about him. I need him to continue to do the good things that he does and excel at the things that he already is really good at. So, with that said, I, I you know I'm I, I think I'm really looking for our attacking players to go out there and get the game and take the game to Juarez. Don't let them take the game to you because then that's going to be a whole different story. Keep them on the pressure. Keep them on their toes. Get them early. And like we said, get an early goal, right? Get an 100%. early goal and don't let up. Don't yes. let up. Like we said, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You can have respect for the team. Great. But go out there and destroy it. Like we said, you can win by one goal. You can win by six goals. It doesn't matter. You have to go out there and you have to keep pursuing. You have to keep chasing the game. You have to keep chasing the goal. And I don't care if you're up 3-0 by the 20th minute, you go out and you score another three before the end of that half. And that's how you got to keep going. That's how you have to keep playing. You know, the team the team has every everything to go and take the game. To America could easily go out and pursue and, and win this game comfortably if they wanted to. If yes. They if they so desire this tournament the way that Piojo has said it and the way that the players that have been talking about it, mm-hmm. then they have they, they have everything in the locker room to go out there and pursue and get this game. Mm-hmm. You know, Dylan, I'm I'm curious to hear what you have to say in regards to everything. How do you see this team coming into this game after all, everything that's been going on throughout this week? Knowing what these players have to offer, knowing what these players have to give, what do you expect from them and what do you think is gonna give come tomorrow? Um, like, no, basically, like you said, you know, we have the depth, you know, we have the talent to go out and play. Um, you know, you, you just, Bioho's got to put in their mindset, you know, that, you know, this is your time, you know, despite the fact, you know, that no matter what anybody says about the Copa Mekis, um, you know, you, know, you have to, you have to go out and play with heart. I mean, you have to, because I, I, I think y'all, I said it best when I was listening to the beginning of the podcast, you know, talking about Cholos is, you know, we didn't see that from the team. And I absolutely agree with that. You didn't see that from everybody. And so Bioho's got to turn things around now and get that momentum going again and telling this team that they have to go out and play with heart. I mean, it's, they it's do. the bottom line. It's the bottom line. It, it's not, it's not one player on the pitch. It's not two players. But it's 11 players on the pitch. It can't, it can't, we can't just rely on one person. It's got to be everybody. Mm-hmm. Christian, anything else to add on to that? No, I think you said, per- uh, Dylan summed it up perfectly. You know, it's a final. You know, you need 11 of your players to play exceptional, and that's how you win. That's the only way to win, in my opinion. And and it's interesting and true because I think in a final, you can strategize and you can put as much tactics to this as possible. At the end of the day, it's a team sometimes with the most heart. It's a team that wants it the most. It's a team that's willing to go and fight for it the most that – comes out on top let's be honest you know mm-hmm. and it's something that i think Juarez knows as well because like i mentioned to you christian at the beginning of the uh at the beginning of the of the uh of the episode is that the Juarez manager uh, made some remarks about the game tomorrow and said that his players have 
uh, you know, more heart than all the America players put together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, uh, what, what, do you, what, you know, what is it to be said about that? You know, are the players going to go out and showcase that they have more heart, that they feel more for this institution and more for this competition than the other side? I think that's important too. I think that's something that you need to give into context. And I think the players need to understand that and they need to go out and, and give the, the best because they're playing not only for themselves they're not only playing for the institution, but like they said, they represent a fan base worldwide. I'm not even talking na- nationwide. I'm not, you know, it's, it's a global, it's, it's, it's global. Let's face it. You know, they got fans from all corners of the globe and they're going to be tuned in tomorrow. And they know that they have a debt to pay to those fans for being there week in, week out. And it's, it's, it's as simple as that. You get paid to go win trophies. So you go out and you do so you show hard because you know that you're not only playing for yourself, but you're playing for the institution and for everyone who's backing you up. And I think it's important that the players go out and perform it and showcase it. You know, I don't want, uh, I don't want to see an America that's going to go out there, get one goal and then just call it a day and right. go and try to get them on the counter. I want to see an America that says, okay, we got a goal. Okay, let's go find another one. Okay, mm-hmm. we got another one. Let's keep getting one, and let's keep going. And that's the America side that I think all of us want to see, not just me, but I'm, I'm sure you want to see that. I'm sure Dylan wants to see that. I'm sure that Osaka wants to see that. I'm sure Chicken Little and everyone, everyone that's out here and listening, they, they want to see that. You're damn right I want to see it. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I... I want to I want to get your guys' take on the tactical side of things. Uh, I know we haven't seen Juarez that much, but let me tell you how they're most likely to come out and play. Is they're going to try to go, they're going to try to push us, they're going to try to get in our face, and most likely they're going to try to get us on the counterattack as well. How do you com- combat that? How do you make sure they don't get into their rhythm and they don't disrupt ours either? Break their legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the clean way, because if, gonna, if, if that's the case, then we might be down a man pretty early. I'm gonna use Dylan's favorite uh term here. I think yeah, I think it's coming up. It's control the midfield. I think if you if you have Guido Rodriguez and Etna Alvarez perform like they have been in these past couple of weeks, I don't think Juarez even comes close to getting in their rhythm because the way Guido and Edson just take over a game against, we saw it against Tigres. We saw what they can do against a top-notch team. And if they can replicate that uh, tomorrow, I just don't see a way for Juarez to really, you know, implement their strategy, their tactic, their, like you said, getting their rhythm because it's not going to happen. If you have Guido and Edson dictating the flow of the game and going up, setting up connections, really connecting with the offensive players, with Benedetti, who is going to be my player to watch. If he can really, you know, do him and really create and, you know, create uh, spaces, you know, move move great with and without the ball, this thing's going to be scary from all angles, no matter how you put it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, perfectly worded there, Christian. I did perfectly said uh, Dylan, anything else you want to add on? Because I know this is your bread and butter when it comes to the midfield. No, I mean, Chris, Chris said it, Chris said it right. I mean, right, right there, the, like you said, the bread and butter, or maybe I like to put it, you know, um, <laughs> a one sauce on my steak or a one sauce yeah. on my mashed potatoes, a <laughs> one sauce on my mashed potatoes. I mean, call me weird if you never tried that, but it's really good. So you should try it. Anyways, 
But you know that that's just that's just how it's gonna have to be, and and you know it's not necessarily got to fall on Edson and Vilo, but you know we've called out Vargas a bunch of times. We have to see Vargas step up and really um, help out Aguilera in in the end. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I want to read something that our good friend uh, Carlos Diaz put said. Uh, just basically cl- cut their bloodline, uh, control the mid, control the tempo. Don't give them space in the wings. Their one, uh, their one-two passing is lethal. Cut their lifeline down, and uh, they'll really show why they're in second division. Um, I think that, uh, that I, I think that sums up perfectly. You know, saying what I said, what you said, and just exactly what uh, Christian just said right now too. I think it's yeah. it's it's a mash of everything. Um, so I think I think the fan base is ready. I think the fan base is pumped, and um, I, I, we're excited to be able to bring another another final coverage to to the great people of the English community. They're excited to be able to watch this and be a part of this. I think everyone, every Americanista out there, English. Spanish, French, Japanese, or Irish. Indian. Irish. Uh, Irish is not a language. It, I, I'm oh. pretty sure they speak English. Um. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking about our friend, a girlfriend from Ireland. Yes, Fenton Diamond. Shout out to Fenton, who, uh, who unfortunately probably is not awake at this time, but will be awake for the uh, for the Copa Mickey's final. So shout out to him. Um, I think they're ready for this. I, I, I think the fan space deserves a happy memory of the Copa. Um, right. This tournament's plagued us with, uh, with, with, with bad, uh, bad memories. And um, I think, you know, we're not going to be in this competition next season, of course, because we're going to be in the Conca Champions. Um, and I'd like to be in the Conca Champions League even after that. So um, if this is one of the last times we're going to be playing Copa Mekis for a while now, I think... Um, it's good to go out on top. I think yeah. it would be a good way to go out and exit, you know, if we're going to be uh, kind of away from this competition for quite some time, which I could see that happening because, I, I, I you know, we'll talk about this against the Cruz Azul game, but I could see America making a run uh, for the for the B Campeonato, uh, you know, and determining how the summer goes. I can definitely see how things can uh, how things can go and, and everything like that. But I, uh, I I don't see America being in the Copa Mekis for for a long time, hopefully. And if that's the case, I really want them to go out on top and, and then lift that trophy. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything else you guys want to add on? No. <laughs> I think Ivan, you just ended up perfectly. For real. All righty. Well, I mean, just to kind of end this on, on a note, uh, Kind of like always, whenever America has these big games, just kind of, uh, you know, here it comes, guys. Get your tissues ready. Uh, no, it's not a tissue. It's 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 not supposed to be sad. If anything, get your tissues ready. Be, um, a little bit of, of of motivation. Um, like I said, go out and determine and showcase as to why you're in the institution, why you're playing for the club. Go out there, enjoy yourselves. At the same time, know that you have a responsibility and a duty to the fan base. I think that's something that uh, maybe gets ignored by some of these players sometimes when it comes to these big games. And no time to get small, get big, think big, and think of the reward, not just financially, but think about it in in, in the aspect of personal and for the club as well. There's 90 minutes, and hopefully you end it in 90 minutes because you have a flight back to Mexico and a classical hoping to think about as well. Mm-hmm. Be well-rounded I mean, in how you play. Still in Mexico play well it's 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 like it's it's still it's still a ways of a travel man yeah and you only have a couple, a couple of days to recover so but it's still in mexico 
Yeah, but <laughs> all right. Well, apparently Dylan <laughs> says you can go back on Friday. That's not gonna be a big deal. Just go out, stay and party. Um, no, but definitely go out, get ready, um, showcase, play, determine. A uh, hundred and uh, not a hundred, ninety minutes to to complete the mission at hand, um, and just go out there and and be fun about it and showcasing and give give your the fans, your family, the institution, uh, the glory and happiness that that they deserve. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's something that 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 really is going to set you apart, and you can go down in history as the team that won the Copa Mekis and put America on the score sheet for the most titles of the Copa Mekis ever. And, uh, you know, if, if, if it was me out there, I'd know that I would want to be going down in the history books as well. So I hope they, uh, I hope they go out there. I hope they play the 90 minutes and I hope they play with heart, with honor, with courage and with determination. And if they do so, I promise you guys that tomorrow we get a victory. Gentlemen, with that said, scoreline prediction for tomorrow, just less than 24 hours to go. Dylan, what are you going with? 2-1. 2-1. All righty. Four? Uh, America, duh. Oh, duh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Christian, your prediction? 3 nothing. 3 nothing. All right, exactly what I wanted to hear. Exactly what I wanted to hear. I'm going with a 2-0. I'm going 2-0. America gets a good, comfortable lead, gets gets it going, and uh, America gets the, the victory after 90 minutes. And we're coming back on Tuesday, hopefully, uh, talking good things. People are on my side. People are on your side. I see Chicken Nugget saying 2-0. I see Chicken Little saying 3-0. Luis saying 3-0. Carlos Diaz saying 2-1. Unfortunately, they get a goal back, but America still gets the victory. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So much uh, enthusiasm for this game. Diego Martinez going 3-1. Oscar going 4-0. I would have said 4-0, but I had to retire that statement during the World Cup. Um, Dylan. Now apparently changing his mind on the chat, going 10 nil. That's possible. I said it's possible. America has it. You know, Chicken Little going with an absurd, absurd 100 goals to zero. That would be something. I don't know. If that's even possible. Ah, uh, damn. That's not. That's like two goals per 30 seconds, no? Or per minute? Listen, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I'm a liberal arts major. Leave me alone with math. <laughs> all righty gentlemen well that does it for the copa mx preview we hope that you guys are tuned in tomorrow on twitter and instagram as we will have you guys covered with everything in regards to that game tomorrow live recaps of everything that's happening live tweets live updates news everything everything from dusk till dawn we'll have you guys covered on all aspects so uh we'll have to decide who has first half who has second half but uh, one of you, one of us will be covering you guys throughout the whole game. So I hope you guys are excited. I hope you guys are joining us. Hope you guys are over there. We are what, Christian? I believe 150 followers away from getting to 1,000? A little under 150, yes. A little bit under 150. So thank you to every single one of you guys. We have broken the threshold. We have never thought we'd be here so close to 1,000 followers before the end of the Klausura 
tremendous tremendous support that we've gotten from you guys so again thank you so much because of you guys i was able to go down to tj and cover the game because of you guys we have been able to do so many great things for you guys and hopefully we can continue to move forward and give you guys and produce more amazing content that we have planned for the summer copa copa Oro is coming our way so we have ideas for that and of course the apertura once it does happen we have a lot a lot more coming in store for you guys so i hope you guys are excited don't think that we've forgotten about anything or any one of you guys if for whatever reason uh, something has not gone right in a giveaway like Christian tweeted out yesterday. Please DM us. We are very, uh, we're very upset at the post office for losing some of you guys' stuff. We will, uh, we will get in contact with them. And um, yeah, again, thank you so much for every single one of you guys who have supported us. I know the boys are extremely, extremely uh, grateful as much as I am. So thank you again because we're so much closer to a thousand. And let's face it, gentlemen, once we reach that thousand, we have to do a pretty big giveaway, don't we? Oh, baby. The the thing with the thousand is that we I remember the meeting we had prior to <laughs> I forgot when yeah. it was and we said guys I think we should aim for a thousand uh followers by the end of 2019 and like like we said previously we are under 150 away from reaching our goal almost six months in advance so the the support has been tremendous like we 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 just have run out of words at this time. To thank you guys for all the support you guys give us weekend, day in and day out. So thank you guys, honestly, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Definitely. Dylan, anything else? I love you all. And I <laughs> wish I could buy you all barbecue. <laughs> with A1 sauce, right? With A1 sauce, yeah. Uh, why are you eating barbecue with A1 sauce? Hey, man, does it look like I'm a barbecue guy? I'm a carne asada type of person. You, you can put, are you A1 on carne asada? I just, well, I'm more of a salsa verde than an A1 sauce. Ooh, salsa verde. Well, I'm, I mean, it, it's just preference. I mean, A1, A1's a steak sauce, not a barbecue sauce. Well, what's it called? Okay. Damn. Okay. Yeah, relax. Yo, what's with the, what's with the um, hostility now from Dylan? Yeah, just because of the food. This is not the food network, man. Unbelievable. Y'all are offended. Mm. <laughs> All righty. Well, gentlemen. Let's uh let, let's let's get up to our second to last segment of the show. Obviously, as excited as we are about this Copa Mekis final, we also have to put in perspective the league, which is still not Oof. anywhere near ending. And uh, like we said, it's crunch time. It's 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 really really crunch time. Yeah. We have to play against some really really tough oppositions, and none other than the Clásico Joven itself, Cruz Azul, a team that we faced not that long ago in a final and beat them 2-0 at. Mm. Uh, our home stadium, even though they like to say that it was their home ground as well. Um, let's face it, last season they were coming in much better form uh, than they are right now, but still can't take them lightly, especially in the classical Holman. Uh, gentlemen, does anyone have Cruz Azul's track record for the past three games to see how they've been uh, coming at us? They're coming off a win right now. Yeah, I know that. They're coming off a win. They're uh, coming off a, like yeah, the last five games they have four wins and one draw. Wow, great form. Yeah, great for better than ours. They are. They they're they're coming in hot. You know, they yeah they beat Querétaro. Yeah, big whoop. They tied against Monterrey at their home stadium, and mm -hmm. uh, you know they beat Pachuca and they beat Atlas. So you know teams that we beat as well. Um, but again, no. something that we can't really take too lightly against mm -hmm. them because of yeah. everything that's been going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're just what they're literally tied in points With against. Us. The yeah. goal difference is shockingly the same. And the only reason why we're up is because we have more goals uh, in our favor than mm -hmm. they do. So, 
This is it. Like we said, you can't draw points. You can't give anything. You, I, I don't even think a draw settles anything at this point. I think you have to go out there and get all three points. It's it's a must. Not only because of that, but it's a classico. You know, you don't want to you know lose or yeah, tie yeah. a draw. A you don't want to. Yeah, you want to give your you you want to take the league points and everything out of context. Mm-hmm. Then you want to focus on one thing. It yeah. is the fact that this is a classico. It's a classical hobo nonetheless. But it's two f- teams that maybe have had a little mm-hmm. bit more recent history than I would say maybe mm-hmm. Pumas or even Chivas. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's 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 something. It's, Definitely special, not just to the clubs, mm-hmm. uh, but I think to Piojo as well. I think this is something that he really uh, looks for. He too, he he yearns for the opportunity to go up against Cruzul and to continue his good run of form. Yeah. Um, it won't be easy. Although this time, technically, we're gonna be home, uh, so that should be interesting. Uh, I, I mean, what what can we say? I I, I think it's gonna. It, it is difficult to preview this game because of the Copa Mekis match, uh, because a lot of how you come into this game will ride off that momentum of mm-hmm. of the match. Yes. Um, but if we try to take that out of context and we just focus on maybe the league aspect of things, the Copa will be done and dusted. So you know that you're going to have your players no matter what now. There's no need to save them for the upcoming week. Mm-hmm. I think you go and you, you start the best starting 11 at that point, right? Yes, sir. The best starting, the best 11 we have, barring any injuries that may come into this match. Um, Which um, I think shouldn't be much. I, I, I think Nico should be good for Saturday. I mean Sunday. 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 It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Um, um, I think Nico should be good, correct? Nico should be good. Bruno think, should should definitely be good. Yes. Oribe, I guess, is still on the fence. Right? Oribe could be there. And if he is, it would be a bench position. But even yeah, then, would. I don't think he would make the bench either way. So Okay. Okay. So let's um I mean, let's start as always where we always start things off. Give me you guys' uh, predicted lineup, and then uh, we'll we'll get things rolling. Because this is, this is completely different, but, I mean, you don't, you don't have to worry about Copa now, so I think you guys can play around with that easily. Sure. Uh, are, we, are we assuming uh, Bruno's ready? Is that what we said, right? I think, yeah, we're assuming Bruno's ready. We're assuming Bruno's ready. So, Dylan, I'll, I'll, I'll give this one to you first. Give me your predicted lineup. Okay. Um, Marche, Aguilar. Bruno, Emma, Sanchez, Edson, Guido, uh, Renato, Benedetti. Wait, is Ibarguen out or is Ibarguen good? I can't remember. He's good. Ibarguen's good. He's good. Okay, Ibarguen and then uh, I'd say Henry. Okay, so you you think Nico gets a bench spot? I mean, I kind of see it because I feel like I don't know. Like, I feel like he could be ready, but at the same time, I feel like he couldn't. But I could, I see him coming off the bench if he gets that bench spot. Okay. Okay. Uh, Christian? I have the same exact lineup. Um, Just my striker will be based on what happens tomorrow. If Henry has a great game tomorrow, he will start Sunday no matter what. If he doesn't, you'll see Nico there. Okay, understandable. So I think I think for for all, all for all sakes, we're gonna start Henry and we're gonna have Nico on the bench. I, I think that's important. That's something to keep in mind because I think re- determining on how this game goes against Cruz Azul, you might need to throw in a Nico for either a second striker or just a man 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 for man switch, mm-hmm. um, which, which I think is something that we'll bring up a little bit and uh, kind of discuss that. Uh, but uh, 
of course, America is going to be hosting Cruz Azul this Sunday at the Estadio Azteca. Uh, what time is that game going to be at? Let me 7.30 see. my time. 7.30 your time. So that's 4.30 my time. That's a very odd time to play. Um, it is but odd. works perfectly for me. Uh, do you guys ever remember, Christian? Do you? Well, not you, Dylan, because I don't think you, you were able – you never got that time. Did you remember when America used to play at 2 o'clock in uh, – well, 5 o'clock your time? 5 in, o'clock uh, my time, yep. I remember Sundays? I remember five o'clock and I remember six o'clock if I was not mistaken. See, we played six o'clock one time yeah. too. I think I think that yeah. was around, like the end of the dark ages. That yeah. was around that yeah. was around that. And then the we end of the dark it. ages, perfectly mm-hmm. put. Um yeah. those were good. Those were nice. I right. like them. I just like those seeing those. Nice. It, it was it was very family orientated those oh, games, definitely. you know. Oh, that Steca was dad. always I wouldn't say hundred percent full, but it was always a good showing. People mm-hmm. were just gotten out of church, people were just there at the at you know, Mexico. So they're like, all right, let's go to the stadium. It was just, it was a good it was a good time even though it was a bad time on the pitch it was a good time mm-hmm. in in the atmosphere. I just remember uh, but, waking up Sunday and then going to my soccer game knowing that I had America to come home to after my game so that was always nice. That was nice, right? That was, yeah, always, that was nice. always nice. That was always nice. That was always always yes, nice. Well, over here, look at this fangirl uh, <laughs> about the the past. Um, but yes, America will be hosting Cruzul this Sunday, of course, because of the Copa Mickey's game. They got that extra day of rest, 4.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 6.30 p.m. Central. And then, of course, for people down at the East Coast, uh, 7.30. So like we mentioned, pretty uh, odd schedule, but still, regardless of the matter at hand, it's, uh, it's a classical home and it's a, it's a home game. So I'd expect people to show up to the stadium. It is a Sunday. Uh, and who knows, maybe if it's like a really good turnout, they will push for it? I don't think so. It's it's not prime time anymore. Uh, um, now it's all about ratings. It's all about making sure that you get that prime time spot. Um, but regardless of the fact, that's not kind of the, the discussion at hand. Uh, we're going up against a Cruz Azul that is, again, just the only reason they're not ahead of us in in the league is because of our goal differential. So it's it's time to put uh it's time to stamp our authority in the league and, and to keep pushing because yeah. You lost against Cholos, but you were so lucky, so lucky that uh, Monterrey lost against Toluca the way that they did. And because of that, still, still just a point away from third place. I think America needs to secure that spot. Um, I think I'm okay with America not getting second, but third I think is very, very important. I don't know how you gentlemen feel. No, I just think any any high position, you know, higher than fourth, whatever, it's, it's a good position for us to be in. Uh, I just think just what, what we are, you know, fourth, yeah, but we should really be second or third. Done. I mean, I said top four at the beginning of the season. I don't know. I'm looking at fourth spot. I don't like it. Uh, I don't I'm like it at all. With you. I don't. We have a lot we'll of teams that can, that, that can creep into that fifth spot, and you know, teams that I don't really, you know, it's not not that I don't think we can beat them. It's just teams that can give you a surprise any given day. You know, giving an off day from us, a good day from them, it could be bad. Yeah, and and I think that uh, I think you put it perfectly right now. I I think. Now needs to be the turning point of America's season. I know we've said that two podcasts already in a row, but this has to literally has to be the turning point because how much of your Ligia run is based on momentum? So much. A lot. You know, you you really look at uh so not in the sense that in that not that they're burning, but uh they, they need to catch form, they need to catch rhythm, yeah, they need to get things going, mm-hmm. you know. Hundred percent. You've seen teams in the past, you know, really do hot when it gets to 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, and then they they, they just go out on a Ligia run and 
you know, I think that's what that's I guess we're kind of in for that right now. Hopefully, um, I honestly do think if we really get this win on on Sunday, the motivation and the confidence is gonna shoot out the roof, and it's gonna look great for us. But we need to win though. A draw will not do that. Only a win will. Yeah, a draw will not suffice. So let's talk tactics. Um, mm-hmm. this is not the same Cruz Azul side. No. This is a different Cruz Azul team. Uh, a team that's starting to pick up rhythm and form. So it's time for us to kind of throw them off their horse and get back onto ours. Dylan, mm-hmm. how do you how do you think what's the best way to go about this? How, how do we take the team down and how do we get back on our high horse? Well, I think a good thing too to point out is uh there's not gonna be no Carlos Vaca there in the midfield for Cruz Azul. So I mean um you know they're gonna be missing the hole but at the same time I think they can kind of feel it but I think it's just the same way we've always wanted them to do you know we gotta take the game game to Cruz Azul. I mean, we got to, and we, we got to step on that pedal like the full ninety. I mean, it has it has to be. I mean, there's. I mean, like you said, if we really want to get the momentum going and everything, and you know, we've seen the, this way the team plays like like we wanted them to, then I don't see why they can't do it the whole ninety minutes. But I mean, it's just got to be. It's got to be. We can't let Cruz Azul get in the game because, I mean, like 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 we said, you know, we've seen it. I mean, we we've seen them score goals. It has to be. We can't let them get in the game. I think completely 100% agree with that. Um, I, I think we also have to play on 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 the fact that we have pretty good home form this season. Uh, tremendous home form, I would say. So play off of that. Keep going. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see an America side come out and play Cruz Azul the way that America played against Chivas. You know, go out there determined, knowing that it's a classical. Go out there and play your game. Get in their face again, move the ball around, and just get that goal and just keep going at it. You know, mm-hmm. don't let up. It's basically the same thing we say again and again and again. I don't think we're, we're, we're never going to stop saying it until we actually see it come to life for the full 90 minutes. Like Dylan said, for the full 90 minutes, we've said, just give me a good 45 and then we'll see from there. Now, now you need to give me a full 90 minutes because guess what? The year is around the corner and I cannot stress enough. How important it is to get rhythm going. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You guys put it perfectly. Um, I think that I'm looking here. It's um, you know, we when we talked about America this season and their squad, we said that we had enough players to make two very good teams. That could be a huge part when it comes in terms of the substitutions we can make during the game for any given situation. Um. Not saying I follow Cruz Azul so much, but you know, looking at their bench, you may have one player that can probably make a difference of their whole team. You know, their starting eleven is their starting eleven. That's their best eleven players they have to offer. And you know, their bench, yeah, they, it's not really that strong compared to ours. So, you know, in terms of tactics, I do think that if we want to change something up, I think we have the advantage there, and I think we should utilize it if necessary. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I think we have more depth than them, I would 100%, 100%. say. 100%. Right? I, I, 200%. So, I mean, in, in that aspect, you know, I think we should feel confident that we'll be fine. It's yeah. just getting the players out there to go and perform and play. Again, it's so difficult to break this game down because we don't know what the attitude is going to be like after tomorrow. Yeah. Um. You know, and, and we're hoping for the best and, and, and we're, we're expecting the best. Uh, but still, even in that, you know, 
they could still be riding on cloud nine because of it and and that could be detrimental to them so um mm -hmm. really need them to be grounded for this game really need right. them to get their head out of the copa mekis match whether they win you know mm -hmm. if they win they win then okay then great come friday i need you ready for sunday's game yeah it's as simple as that you know simple. um i really 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 want to see an america side to go and play the game that they did against tigres mm -hmm. in the good spells that they had you know, against yeah. Chivas, the good spells that they had. Get all of those good spells and make them into, like you said, Dylan, a full 90-minute performance. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, full 90 minutes has got to be. It has to be at this point. I mean... I bet you, I bet you, I bet you can go back to the computer about this time, too, and we're saying the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. We're, we're, we're a broken record <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Uh, but it's 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 for the good of 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 what we're saying for America. Yeah. Um. And, and I think Piojo knows it at this point too. He knows it. He he's lived it. It's 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 no surprise to no one, no one whatsoever, that you really need to get this game going. Um. It's a classic at the end of the day too. You need that kind of, uh, you know, momentum pushing you forward, knowing that you got the classico down. You got it going. So just go keep performing, keep it rolling. Play the simple ball, win the midfield. You're gonna have an advantage that your midfield is gonna be a little bit more stronger. Doesn't mean that you automatically win it. You just have to go out there and prove it. But mm -hmm. you shouldn't have that difficult of an opposition ahead of you, you know. So simple. Just go perform, play the game that you know that you can. Don't let Cruz Azul get in the rhythm. And again, just get the early goal and keep fighting, keep going. And if you can do that, then by all means, as I say, continue to perform how you're going about it. Mm -hmm. 100%. righty, gentlemen. Well, uh, prediction time. Dylan, give me your prediction. No, no, no. I gave it to you first. I'm going to give it to Christian this time. Christian, give me your prediction for Sunday's game. So like he just like drink. He just like he he like uh -huh. drinks like a cold beverage and he's like, ah, like it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> three That's one the beverage of truth. Let's see. Three one. Three one. Three one. Three one for America. Three one. Three one. Yeah. Dylan. Two one. Two one for America. I'm going one zero. He did it too. He said. Ah. That's going to be stressful. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'm not looking forward to a 1-0. That, that, that is, yeah. I'm yeah. over here hyping them, talking like, yeah, we can go and destroy it. Just keep going, pushing. I'm like, but I, I think we win 1-0. <laughs> I, I, I think either way it's going to be stressful. No, 100%. Yeah. I mean, Atlético is always stressful in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but no, I think we should feel confident knowing, you know, with our starting eleven, with our strongest starting eleven, we've been playing great. You know, we've seen we've seen it in the Chivas, we in the Chivas games, we've seen it against Tigres. Um, we saw most most of them against Tijuana in the four 0 You know, where we know we have the idea. Uh, going forward, we know what to do. We know the goal. We know how Piojo wants to play his game. So I think if we just stick to that, like Ivan said, just implement it on this team, we should come out victorious, and that's. That's what all we're hoping for. I will say Execution. this. Execution. 
Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I was, I was going to that. If you can get two goals in the first half, uh, you will see the floodgates open for you in the second half against Cruz Azul. Yes. I think Cruz will get desperate. They will go and they will just leave the floodgates open for you to attack. And if you're smart and you, you utilize it, this game easily becomes 4-0 in your favor. But Honestly, you need you need to get that final yeah. third decision-making right. No, definitely. And honestly, I think you said it perfectly. Not even two goals, just one goal, honestly, in my opinion. This game is so important for both teams because the loser, if there is a loser in this game and results happen, one of these two teams could be out of the Gia zone at the end of this um, this week. So both teams, ha- both teams have to come into the uh, into the mindset that, you know, we can't lose or else we're potentially looking at being eight or nine going into the last three games of the season. And you do not want to be that team that is seven, eight, nine going into the last three games of the season. So this game is going to be very important. Uh, at times, I kind of want to say this game is more important than tomorrow. But then again, you know, we're never saw controversy, so I'm not going to go there. But the players have to be 100% focused. They have to get their minds straight, win or lose tomorrow. This game is a must-win 100 million percent because if we lose, if we draw, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but, you know, things can get tricky with three games to go. Yeah, definitely. And it's – it's you're not secured in, no. in, at this point. You're not. So you got to you gotta make the points. You really, really – it's so tight right now. Like, yeah, you have no idea tight. how – there's, There's no like elbow room. Six teams it's, fighting. Let me for put, spots. let me paint a per, let me paint a picture for those of you who have gone to Mexico City and have taken the subway during rush hour and have gone inside. That is how tight it is right now at the league table. Mm-hmm. So that is as tight as it's getting right now. So America really, really needs to get yeah. and pick up those points. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think we'll be fine as long as we get uh, uh, as long as we get those goals. As long we as we get a Smart more. America. Um, and as long as we get a Piojo who knows how to control his team and when to make the right substitutions. Correct, Dylan? That is correct. You're right on the money. A cookie for you. <laughs> I think Dylan's practicing his uh, his best uh, show host uh, voice for when he wants to do uh, uh, Do You, you Want to Be a Millionaire. Oh, dude. No. Uh, nah. I almost no, wh- doing. What would you host? I would host Jeopardy. Jeopardy? Uh, you know what? I could see you in Jeopardy as well. But I'd never live up to Alex Trebek. I would never. That is that. Those are some big shoes to fill. Yeah, I could never do it. Well, I, a lot of people could say Cowboy Dan could even surpass it. But some. That's just some me. That's just me here saying that. But regardless of the fact at hand, um, we're going for two victories, and we're going for a pretty good uh, week. And at the end of Sunday, we're all going to be hopefully rejoicing on three points and a cup and looking forward to the rest of the closing season. Yes. And hoping for a happy podcast next weekend, next week. Happy podcast. Even though we always find something to criticize, though, let's be honest. Let's be honest, yes. But honestly, if we win, if we have two victories, I probably won't complain much, to be honest. Yeah, well, you know, uh, me being the host, I think I have to find something to yeah, but you know, just just the importance, just the importance of two wins this week. It's it's really season defying, in my opinion. You know, yeah. You like I said, you need to carry momentum with you as far as you can. Mm-hmm. So that's that. You know, this is a huge week coming up for us. I hope everyone's strapped in and ready because it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions over the past over the next five days. Yeah, the next five days. So in mm-hmm. seven seven days from now. Uh, we're uh, we're gonna be in in 
in one or two moods. So let's 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 hope it's a good one. Let's hope it's a really really good one. Alrighty, gentlemen. Before we end the show, let's give a quick shout out, a quick segment to the lady Aguilas, who again picked up not only three points but a four nil victory. Unfortunately, though, because of this victory, we did see one of our ladies tear their ACL. Um, Dylan, who is the unfortunate soul to get uh, the 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 injury? Uh, Vivian Michelle, which, if I'm not mistaken, was our uh, signing, new signing of the season, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, so it's it's quite uh, heartbreaking to see. Um, I think she was applying herself to the team, finally getting into it, and then this happens. Um, terrible, terrible. I think the ladies are suffering a little bit of the men's kind of plague, and we're seeing them fall a little bit here and there. Um, you know, this comes maybe a couple of weeks after one of the other ladies got injured pretty badly. And um, now they're they're looking a little bit thinner, if I'm not mistaken. Depth wise, at least. Yeah, a, a little bit, but there's some there's some a little bit of wiggle room. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The ladies already secured themselves into the into the league. Yeah. I was just about to say so, that the only positive yeah, yeah, yeah. is that we're always secure. Yeah. So we have a few yeah. weeks to figure out how to replace players and you know get get everyone going again. And I think that's the only sad thing is that this, you know, these are crucial players that you're losing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not not playing to en- anyone down because I think every single one of those ladies plays a detrimental role in the team. Uh, but let's face it, they're starters and there's people that can come and impact the game off the bench. And it's, you know, that's that's kind of the reality of the game. Uh, so I, I really hope that that they can cope with these injuries. I hope they can cope with it. Uh, I think the ladies are strong. They have a good foundation. They have a good idea of what they're playing at. I think uh, I, I think they're straying away from that long ball United, even though they do fall fall at it at times. But e- even so, um, I'm seeing good things from them. So let's uh, let's hope that the ladies continue to, to to keep playing well. And Dylan, do we know when their next game is? Uh, Monday, the ninth. That's the nineteenth, right? No, Monday no, the 15th, is the fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, Monday, Monday. They'll play. They're playing Pachuca. Oof, oh, that is not an easy game. No, not an easy game. Not, that's not gonna be an easy game. But I think it's gonna do the ladies well right before the end of the Ligas. I mean, the season starts before the Liga uh, is is about to head because I think it really puts them in perspective as to where they're at and whether or not they can keep competing for that B Cup which I think they still can. I think they still can. Uh, I think all they need to really do is go out there, perform, and keep showing heart the way that they have. Yeah, I mean, a, a win or a draw here, they got they got the the top spot secure. Definitely. So, ladies, we will be paying close attention to you. So, I urge you play with heart, play with honor, and play for those fallen ladies of yours. And uh, get those three points and get yourself into the first comfortable position because in that way you can coast a little bit closer to that B Campeonato. Gentlemen, anything else you guys want to add on to the ladies? No, just just two more games till Ligia starts. There you go. Two more games. Like I said, momentum. So important. Mm -hmm. So important for both the men and the ladies. So ladies, uh, keep the rhythm going. Keep your heads up and keep keep striving for that B Campeonato. Mm -hmm. As always, Monday, ladies and gentlemen, when you guys wake up first thing before you even brush your teeth before you even get ready to go to work hashtag lady aguilas let them know that we are behind them all the way especially after a tough 
tough week where they lost uh, Michel and they have to go up now against Pachuca. But with that said, ladies, we're with you and we will be rooting for you all the way. Gentlemen, I think that does it. We are coming to the end of the show. Anything else you guys want to add before we head out of here? Just strap in. This is going to be a, a great week for us, hopefully. Strap I hate roller coasters. Well, Dylan, you, you hate roller coasters, but you've been living one your whole life with America. Exactly. <laughs> I think, I think uh, that's with any sports fan. That's true. That's true. But, hey, what, what more can we say? Again, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me out. As always, you guys have been wonderful. Oh, thank you, Ivan. It's so nice of you to say about us. Yeah, thank you, Ivan. You know, it's my favorite uh, favorite time of the week. Favorite time of the week, favorite time of the week. With you guys, as well as always, thank you to everyone who came out today. Our good friends, Salada Saca Americanista, Carlos Diaz, Oscar, Diego Martinez, Carlos Serna, uh, Emperor Palpatine. Uh, who am I missing? I know I'm missing a whole bunch as well. Chicken Nugget, Chicken hey, Little, Louis. Say my name, Oscar. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I can't name you guys all, but thank you so much for coming out. For everyone listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify, we thank you so much for the support and for the love. If you guys do not already follow us on Twitter at Eagle Eye Podcast, we have you guys covered live with everything in regards to both games, both the gold by Mickey's final and the classical Hoban this week. And as always, as Always make sure you guys stay interactive with us. We're so close to that 1,000 follower mark, and we'll let you guys know what we'll do for that when we get there. But without further ado, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you to every single one of you guys. We will have a wonderful, wonderful week. I know I'm sure about it because in my heart, I know that we are due for some justice. As always, guys, thank you again so much for coming out. If you guys can make it out to the live shows, as always, we recommend. They're much, much fun. Everyone has a great time in the chat. Everyone has a great time doing trivia, and everyone just really comes out and enjoys it. Uh, Dylan's uh, audio for his uh, seven influential ways to become a cowboy will be out very soon. And without further ado, I think that does it for us. We'll see you guys very, very soon. Until tomorrow, when we guys catch you guys on Twitter, and until next week, when we catch you guys here on the podcast. As always, it's been your boy Ivan, Christian, and Dylan from the Eagle Eye Podcast. Have a great day. Until next time, take care. And as always, Arriba America.